Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, Boris Johnson uh, says that uh, Vladimir Putin threatened the UK with a missile strike. Uh, the Kremlin, of course, is denying this, but uh, you just got to wonder uh, just how far a guy like Putin would go, especially when things are not going well for him in Ukraine. Uh, to talk about this, please to welcome to the program Elliot Tepper. Elliot, of course, is an emeritus professor of political science at Carleton University. Elliot, good to have you back in the program. Hope you're doing well these days. Thank you. Same to you, Bill. Good to be this, with you. This sounds like an outrageous story, but we're talking about Vladimir Putin here. Do, do you think there's any credibility to this at all? Well, we're talking about Putin and Boris Johnson, both of whom, uh, let's say, have some certain credibility problems in terms <laughs> of um, what they say and what they're, how much embellishment is going on. But the issue underlying it is extremely serious. Uh, we can't take this lightly. The, uh, the story that's in the headlines is that, as you know, uh, Boris Johnson has said during a phone call, and I'm trying to track down when, I think it's on the eve of the on the eve of the invasion and Boris Johnson to give him full marks was, you know, in Kiev, he had just come back. Uh, he was there and has been there since he was just there last week, I think. So he's been very strong on this issue and helped uh, lead the UK in that direction. But uh, the issue underlying all this is the possibility of a nuclear strike and underlying everything that we talk about when we talk about Ukraine is the fact that this is an imperialist land war in Europe intending to change the geopolitics uh, by Russia invading a, a state just because it wanted to do it and change the, the geopolitics. And right from the beginning, Bill, he's a, he waved the nuclear uh, threat. He's not been subtle about it. And, and most recently, we, you and I perhaps talked about tanks. And even then, as recently as last week, the whole issue came up once again that, um, you know, these are senior people in, this, in, in, in Russia saying, well, if this does turn the tide of war and it turns against us, well, then we'll have to use our ultimate weapon. So from earliest stages until last week, that continues to be raised. Uh, there's a lot more to be said, I think, about the direct threat to the UK, however. Yeah, and uh, yeah, about the timing, uh, that, that was my understanding, too, is this was uh, before, I guess, uh, Russia actually invaded or just after uh, and he was basically saying, if you join the alliance there and you try to support Ukraine, uh, this could happen to you. You know, it might be a mistake. Oops, we'll push the wrong button. Uh, but the threat was implied there. And of course, like you say, the Russians deny this. But uh, you got to wonder. I mean, exactly. We know that Putin makes the decisions there, but you don't know what kind of influence he's got uh, and what the oligarchs around him are saying and just how far he's going to go. And things are not going well for him now. And, and you got to wonder, uh, I mean, is the guy unhinged? Is he a genius? I mean, there seems to be a fine line here. And I don't know which side of that he's on. Yes, well, Boris, at that, in that same interview, said, well, perhaps he was joking. And I think my reaction was some joke. Uh, it was really a threat. There's no question. In May uh, of this, in 2022, this last May, there was a second and very chilling entry into this conversation, which didn't get a lot of, a lot of press here. There was a, a release by... On, on Russian state television by somebody called uh, Dmitry Kislyov, but he's called Putin's propaganda, somebody who's very popular uh, with Putin and with the public, who went on and put on a uh, quite a show, an animated show, you can fish it off the web, saying that, oh, uh, Boris, did you threaten us? Don't be silly. We can, we, Russia is a vast country. We could sink you into the bottom of the ocean, the United Kingdom, with a single Sarmat or Satan II missile, a single missile, will destroy you. And then he's got an animation of it, Bill, with a missile going off and firing. And then he goes on very chillingly and said, besides that, we can also launch 
an underwater uh, drone offshore, and we it's it's you can't stop it. It's invincible. It goes down a kilometer. It travels at 200k, and we can detonate it offshore, creating a tsunami which will wash over the United Kingdom, turning it into a desert, a radioactive desert uh, forever. And then he said something that I, nobody picked up on, but it bothered me a great deal. I, was, I showed this to my class. Uh, he said, it is all calculated, which means planned, which means you know deliverable. And whether he, you believe him or not is another issue. But it's a very chilling example of the fact that Russia is quite willing to use uh, dire threats against its enemies. And we've had an example of that. This is the same week you and I are talking now, uh, just last week now, the doomsday clock came out. Yeah, was, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, the uh, and, and I know, clock. and a lot of people have kind of dismissed that, Elliot, over the last. You know, it's really it's been around ever since the atomic age, and and you know, basically, when it strikes midnight, you know, we're, we're all doomed. That's the that's the end of it, the end of this planet. And, and I think a lot of people just say, "Oh, come on, that's not going to happen." Uh, they've moved it up uh, because of of what's going on in Ukraine, and I guess you know, and uh, you know, North Korea flying missiles over Japan, and and the Chinese doing uh, flybys uh, over uh, South Korea and, and parts of Japan as well. Uh, it's it, I don't think people are laughing about the possibility of of a nuclear wet strike at some point in the future. I don't think it's inevitable, but maybe we are closer than we ever have been. The people who know the subject the best say so. Uh, this doomsday clock is put out by the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, which was founded by the people after the first use of nuclear weapons in the Second World War. Uh, they then formed this Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, and every year at this time they put out their graphic, the how close are we to Armageddon, to annihilation of the species. This, for the past two years, by the way, they had it at 100 seconds, and they said that's really close. That's the closest it's ever been. It once, once uh, at the end of the Cold War, it was 17 minutes away. So they don't keep it. They don't. They don't artificially put it toward uh, Armageddon. Uh, a great deal of thought. The people. All I can say is the people who know the subject the very, very best are very concerned and have moved it to 90 seconds to midnight directly, as you pointed out, attributing it to what's going on uh, in Ukraine, the Russian threat, whether you can accept it or not in terms of the United Kingdom, the Russian threat has plunged us back into a uh, uh, concern about, a genuine concern about a nuclear war. Well, and again, I don't want it to be imminent, but I mean, I, I'm fearful. I mean, I, re I remember the Cuban Missile Crisis. I was just a kid then, but you know, we had air raid sirens going off in my neighborhood up on the Hamilton Mountain, and they were just oh. test runs. But, I mean, it kind of scares the daylights out of you. And you know that, you know, Khrushchev's sending missiles to Cuba so they'd be closer to launch into, into the Americas, into Canada, too. Uh, and you thought, my God, it's going to happen. It's The technology's different now. But the, the, what bothers me about what's, what we're hearing now, the rhetoric from uh, these leaders, they're saying a limited war, or they're saying, you know, limited nuclear weapons on so nuclear weapons, a nuclear weapon. I mean, the, Thank you. the, you know, the impact is, is still going to be incredible and, and could be disastrous. Yes. Uh, two quick comments. First of all, the concept of tactical nuclear weapon, I believe to be an oxymoron. You're either, yeah. tactical, you're either nuclear or you're not. So thank you for grabbing onto that. Uh, there's no such thing as tactical in my view. You, once you set off a nuclear weapon, we're into a, a new, uh, a new era. The, um, Second part of that you mentioned is the Cuban Missile Crisis. Keep in mind, and here's how perhaps we just get some hope out of the, everything we're talking about, is that um, 
the doomsday clock has been moved and they're saying by miscalculation, by mistake, uh, this whole thing could be, you know, plunge us all into nuclear annihilation. And Joe Biden has made that clear from the very start that uh, whatever we do with Ukraine, we are not going to get into a third world war. And they've reluctance now to send F-16s, uh, high advanced fighter jets to Ukraine so they can defend themselves is still preventing full-throated support for Ukraine. The Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, which so frightened all of us, that's perhaps where we are now. If we are frightened sufficiently, if everybody gets frightened sufficiently out of this, maybe we'll get another era of nuclear uh, architecture to restrain the use of nuclear weapons. After the Cuban Missile Crisis, the uh, ban on, on nuclear testing in the atmosphere was put in a whole range of hedges against the use of nuclear weapons got put in. That architecture has been severely weakened. We're down to uh, the bare bones of it. But if we can be optimistic at all, perhaps the kind of thing you and I are talking about will penetrate inside Russia as well as around the world, saying it's time to step up. However this ends, we need to reinforce the possibility that we will, if I could put it this way, that our human ingenuity can exceed our technical capacity. <laughs> a human ingenuity to defend ourselves can exceed the technical capacity to destroy ourselves. It has worked so far, but complacency, as we can take from the two stories we're covering today, complacency is not warranted. We do have to be concerned. Absolutely. Elliot, as always, appreciate the time today. Thanks for this. Oh, you're very welcome, Bill. Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science at Carleton University. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.